Her husband is dead, but he's not gone. Today I'm talking about The Night House. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about a recent horror film that uh, I saw, and I really, really liked it. And yeah, so that's the general gist for today. We're talking about The Night House. As popular as horror movies are right now, I think sometimes people forget what the building blocks of horror movies are. In essence, every horror movie is a scarier version of another genre. Hence why we have all the subgenres like horror comedy, action horror, etc., because horror movies are so broad, these little distinctions make a big difference. Now here's a question. What genre do paranormal horror movies fall into? There's no hard and fast rules, but I'd say there's one genre paranormal horror movies imitate the most. Mysteries. I bring this up because The Night House is perfectly in line with horror's mystery roots. Rebecca Hall stars as Beth a recently widowed woman reeling from the unexpected suicide of her husband, who left nothing but a cryptic note. That would be enough, but Beth's troubles are just beginning, because her husband's presence may still be in the house and push Beth to uncover some terrifying truths. The Night House is one of the most engaging and satisfying horror movies I've watched recently, namely because everything is in balance. There's an equal emphasis on scary setups, character growth, and mystery, and each element boosts the other. But this movie also has three big elements in its favor. The first element is Rebecca Hall. I love Rebecca Hall, not just because she's talented and tries out new things, but also because she is unafraid of playing unlikable characters. And I don't mean an anti-hero. I mean characters who are hard to empathize with. And Beth is no different. Beth, to be frank, is hard to be around right now. She's so closed off, suspicious, and angry that almost every conversation feels like a confrontation, where she either overshares or shares some says something to torpedo the mood. Hall is so good at capturing this vibe while still revealing the human pain beneath it. And considering all the new information and oddities she begins to deal with, it's amazing to watch her roller coaster journey. Element number two is some fun visual trickery. The Night House has one of my favorite new tricks. You know how horror movies have these moments where the house is quiet and it looks like there's a figure behind our hero, then they turn around and it's gone? That's creepy by itself. What the Night House does is make them look like obscured views of the room, like the mirror and pillar from this camera angle looks like a jet black figure in the dark, and then the camera pans and it's nothing, or is it? It's a great trick that the movie uses to its advantage throughout the runtime. And element number three is an evolving mystery. The Night House is reminiscent of What Lies Beneath, in that it's a spooky movie about a wife dealing with her husband's secrets. But what those secrets are and what they imply is less straightforward in this movie. At first it looks like one thing, then it's another, and so on. It's a nice way to add tension to each moment as seen as she gets Beth gets more and more information. In total, this is a supremely satisfying horror movie. Six out of, no, sorry, eight out of ten. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.